Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Okay, folks, get off your butts and grab your nuts. Set the boredom gun to stun. It's time for Living Large and Hard. Hey there, and welcome to Living Large and Hard. Yes, I agree with the immortal words of Rick James that you just heard. Classic. Well, not immortal. He's motherfucking dead. So... Today is an episode of That's Bullshit, and the way this works is I give you little scenarios from my life, and then you figure out which one's bullshit. So, let me reach over here and uh, hit this button, get the theme going, and then we'll get into it. All right? All right. So just sit on back, chill a bit, relax a bit, maybe take a hit. And when you see fit, then it's time to call That's Bullshit. So anyway, I've done some coke in my day. And uh, I know some of you have too, because you are right there with me. (laughs) Don't deny it. Okay. Uh, The very first time was at a party. And uh, I was at my place, a very weird place. It was like a cabin had been extended and I would because I like to explore places I was only renting it but I went up in the roof and I could look out through the roof there was gaps it was kind of the middle of nowhere which scared me living in a town living downtown Allentown I never was really scared but living in the boonies I would look out the window and only see my reflection and wonder who was maybe it's because I was doing coke I was paranoid no that's not why. Um, I'd look out the window and wonder who was lurking out there and how long would it take whatever constabulatory, uh, you know, force it would take to get to me before I was dismembered. And they probably wouldn't make it in time. Anyway, first time was at this party in there. Uh, hey, hey, come here, man. Come on in here. Come on. Hey, check it out. You know what this is? I said, I'm guessing it's Coke. So did a little toodle. Wandered around the party a bit, and then they came up. They go, "So what do you think?" I said, "Didn't do shit, but I want to do more." So I'm thinking it's not a good idea. Um, turns out I did. You know, it ended up being a good idea a few times. Um, a classic scenario would be New York City, and this is from an adventure I had that will become a two-part podcast, if not more at some point, where I was in New York for less than 48 hours, and it involved two eight balls of cocaine, um, 200, like $200 worth of booze, uh, at one point, 12 people in a van with an eight ball, and a bunch of booze going over the Triborough Bridge. But that's for another time. But anyway, during this adventure, um, we did coke off a table in a restaurant that was open. Yeah, no, not very smart. But seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, Another time was when I lived by beautiful West Park here in Allentown. And Mooch and I 
We did some off the mantle in my living room in my apartment there, which was in an old house, 1920s house. And, uh, we did it off the mantelpiece with the curtains open, of course, because why not? Because there was only a bunch of old people across the street getting ready to go to the, working their way into the band shell area at the park for the John Philip Sousa bands that would play there. So, of course, we wouldn't bother to close the blinds for that. Um, there's another time, there's this, this is another New York City one, separate incident. There was a band that I really liked called Black 47. They played Celtic music, and they were from New York. And I went with uh, another, this is with Armani Johnny, who was part of the Less Than 48 Hours. He was actually the one that coordinated all our adventures and misadventures. So I went up there with Armani Johnny, and we get to the place where Black 47 is playing, and it's time to do a little coke. So I went into the bathroom, waited for a stall, and heard somebody puking. And the person puking came out. And they were very sweaty and very wan looking, W-A-N, wan, is that what you say? But they looked, they looked like shit. But he smiled at me, and I realized it was the bass player for Black 47. So I'm guessing what he was in there doing was heroin. To each their own. So I went and did my thing, came back out, enjoyed the show. Um, there was another time, this is when I used to repeatedly, for over a period of years, go to the dirtiest hotel in America, as um, rated by the fine people of TripAdvisor, the users of TripAdvisor, the Carter Hotel in uh, New York City, not far from Times Square, but another universe from Times Square. The kind of place where one time they found a hooker's body under the bed, which is why I always checked under the bed first thing. Uh, never had any luck. So this would have been in the Vampire Suite, a room that I actually had twice. I didn't request it. I didn't say, hey, can you give me the Vampire Suite? Oh, uh, why would I stay at the Carter? Well, number one, because it was the dirtiest hotel in America. And uh, number two, it was 99 bucks for a night in New York which is less than half of the average cost. Oh, believe me, it was worth way less. Than, <laughs> it was worth way less than uh, half the average. But that was part of the entertainment value. Um, so I had the Vampire Suite. Why was it called the Vampire Suite? There was no mirror. Someone had ripped the door off the medicine chest, and that was long gone. And um, there was no mirror anywhere. So when it was time to do the coke in the vampire suite there was no mirror so therefore i had to take the picture off the wall which was of three cuckoo birds and uh, put that on the bed it's a bit larger landing zone than i needed to chop the product but you know you got to make do with what you kind of make do with um also this is a uh, the place where i looked out the window at the air shaft the it's by law there has to be a window so that is the invention of the air shaft in New York City, which means you just look out in this dump uh, down, and there was a TV out there, a lot of shoes, a lot of busted up stuff. Um, and also, it was in January, and um, it was blistering fucking hot in the room, so I had to plug in the air conditioner. So there's that. Um, another time, Dog Boy, who... It's been um, mentioned a few times and will be mentioned a few more times in these Living Large and Hard podcasts. 
we were coming off some um, long-term adventure with the snow. And we were at the sports page in Allentown, which is a triangular bar uh, where a couple of roads come together and angle. Hence the triangle. Uh, used to spend quite a few hours there. It's was, it was not a bad place at all. Neighborhood joint. Um, I could walk there from my apartment at the time. But anyway, we were there after being somewhere and doing something. And um, needed a little pick-me-up to continue the fun. So we just left our beers, took off. Went out to his gigantic Grand Marquis automobile and took the Rand McNally map and did our business right there in broad daylight in the afternoon on a city street. Uh, there's the time at the TLA, which I had referenced at one point. Not sure which, which episode it was. I believe it was the interview with Slasky, but I could be wrong. Um, I was there to see Shane McGowan and the Popes. Um, another dog boy adventure. And had a little packet of powder and a little short straw. And it was time to do the little packet of powder and wandered off, it was between acts, and wandered off to the men's room, which looked like a mosh pit. There were so many dudes in there that the door wouldn't even close. So that was out. So then I wandered around looking for another bathroom. Wasn't one. So then I went back to where we were, which was this at the Theater for Living Arts. There's a, it's like a pier that sticks out on the left-hand side and is elevated. So I went back there and looked around and realized, number one, as most, most of your life or my life, nobody's fucking looking or paying any attention to you. Number two, if anyone saw me doing the coke, um, they really wouldn't give a shit. It was that kind of crowd. They may ask for some. So I reach in my pocket and I pull out the packet and I reach in to get the straw and the straw catches on the edge of my pocket and goes flying through the air and lands, I know not where, on a super filthy, I mean, I'll, I'll pretty much eat anything off any floor or anything like that, but it was just, it was gone and there was people everywhere and I didn't want to, you know, be on my hands and knees crawling around looking for a little bit of straw. So I just crushed up the goods in the packet and um, tore the packet open, snorted that, wadded that up, and threw it in the general direction of where the straw probably went. And um, for the final little tale here, there was a time a bunch of us were hanging out from work. This would have been the Willahans crew. And I don't know, I think we had a meeting or something that we were hanging out after. And someone said, well, if we go to this place, I can get us some schnuffle. And if everybody who wants can kick in 40 bucks and you'll each get some. And most of us said, that sounds good. So we went to this place, which I won't name. I won't say that it's sliders. Um, and went there and the person got the stuff and then we all got our little packets. And then we took turns surreptitiously going to the men's room 
not real obvious. We might as well have been like uh, tag team wrestling. You know what I mean? Hold, all six of us like holding a string and wouldn't come out and tag up and go in. But anyway, when it was my turn, went in the stall, and I'm standing there, and the toilet doesn't have a lid and has a seat. But I'm looking into the toilet and thinking, man, this is pretty bad. If I pull this out and pulled it out, and it fell in, and it fell in, my little lump, my little lump of cocaine fell in the toilet. Yes, I went in after it. I wiped it on my pant leg. You know, that's uh, the second most sanitary thing you can do is wipe it on your pant leg. First and um, proven most sanitary thing in the world is mother spit. And then, but I wiped it on my pant leg and crushed it up and did the business. And lived to tell the tale, obviously. And didn't really uh, notice any tangible difference from what was probably a really high bacteria load. Anyway, you figure out which one of those is bullshit. And you can go to Living Large and Hard on Facebook. Uh, the podcast has a page there. Get a hold of me there. Or you can DM me at Living Large and Hard on Instagram. If you're listening on SoundCloud, you can comment there. You can listen to this podcast no matter how you got here. It's everywhere. Every fucking where that you get a podcast, it's there. If not, let me know. But I'd be hard-pressed at this point to find one or you find one that it isn't there because people keep coming to me and say, I listen to you on uh-uh. I, went, I never heard of uh-uh. Anyway, thank you. And as always, we are here. High above Route 309, Allentown, Pennsylvania, in the skybox. Let's listen to some traffic and get the fuck out of here. Enjoy the rest of your day, night, whatever, and your life. I'm going to put the pressure on you to enjoy the rest of your fucking life. Maybe a little Coke would help. Shh.